Surahim Yifei Pritoyar, Kora Hashem Shemel. The Posik in Sefer Yirmiyot. And uh, the title of the Posik is that uh, a beautiful olive tree with beautiful fruits is what Hashem calls the name of Klau Yisrael. And the message goes on. Uh, first it discusses why not another tree, and then it comes down to the point. It says, words, you take the olive off the tree, and then you squeeze it, and then you, you bang it, and then you put it into the... Uh, in, into the olive press, it goes through all sorts of procedures till you finally get the olive oil, and you squeeze out every ounce of olive oil you can get. So the goyim come, they exile us from place to place. They imprison us for us with kulorin, and they tie us up with chains. And then they surround us with walls in the ghettos. The akachleish and tshuva, and then they do tshuva. Well, at first, it sounds poetic, and if you think about it, it's not so nice. No, not at all. Now, so so this is the the, the drasha that we're, we're compared to the olive. But Rav Yaakov Nyman, the Chetadikul of Rosh, the Sefer Tati Musar. So he says, he brings out this medrash that talks about the, the praise of Kalal Yisrael that compared to the olive. And so he says, he adds a very deep thought. And he says that just like the olive, the oil is all inside the olive. You're not getting anything from any place else. It's all within the olive, right? But it's got to be squeezed out and banged out and crushed. And everything has to, all the procedures till you get it out. Same thing Clown Yisrael has milas, that you don't have to go anywhere else to get them. They're all within the yidin themselves, in the pneumius of every yid. But, and sometimes, when we are squeezed and under pressure, that's when you'll see the milas of clown Yisrael. So the musr that you have to take from this is a person has to know that the midas toivas that the yidin have, and whatever they are, but there's plenty, Right? Every yid has those midas within himself, but they're deep inside, and sometimes they're very deep. So the person who's a chacham doesn't have to wait until the guy comes to squeeze it out from you. He'll know that, listen, I have these qualities, and I may as well start working on myself to bring them out. I don't have to wait till it's uh, in a negative situation. Like, I don't know if you heard that uh, the... the uh, story going around is that the two hostages that were released, those family, I think the wife and his brother-in-law were in New York, and they had been by the oil of Lavavacher Rebbe, and they went across the street to somewhere to a shul, and uh, so Rebbe got up and he said, you know, you're looking for support, whatever it is, Israeli government is not going to help you. Arabs are not going to help you. The only thing that's going to help you is the Rebbe Mishalelam. What mitzvah you makabal on yourself? And so the, the wife said, I'll start uh, lighting Shabbos. Maybe it was a daughter said, I'm going to start lighting Shabbos candles. She turned to the son-in-law and said, what are you going to do? I'll start putting on chillin. So he said, but can I wait a week? So she said, absolutely not. She's starting tomorrow and on the spot, 
the Kehillah raised money to buy him a pair of tefillin. And so she broke down in tears and she said, can I ask for another pair of tefillin? So when my father gets out, he's going to start wearing tefillin. And so little did they know that the day later, they were released. So uh, then they... One day later? One day later, the release took place. So, you know, sometimes it takes challenges to bring out. The panemi is, but it's there. But, um, now, by Kaufman over here, the Sefer, Mishra Shemin, so he says with this, he wants to be Masber, a Pleiadic of Medrash. The Medrash of Huma, also in the beginning of the Parsha, Starts off, this is Parsha Tetzavi. Yelamdeinu Rabbeinu, Koton Lakaman Nimo. When is a Koton get a Prismir? Hachshon Rabbi Seinu, Koton Nimo Lishmoina. As I'll tell us, a Koton is given Lila on the eighth day. Matam, Keshem Shinimo Yitzchavinu, just like Yitzchavinu, right? So, we want to ask him this Medristan Huma, like, what's the Kasha, what's the Teretz? It says in the Pesach, right? B'yoy mishmini yimo v'sara lotsu v'shreik stakasha When is there a bris mila? And what do you bring a ride from Yitzchak? The Pesach says, B'yoy mishmini yimo v'sara lotsu V'yoy mishmini What's the b'kasha? So, many people try to answer this kasha. But, um, in the sake of Mishcha Shemen, so, he, he wants to say, basically, the modern Sanhedrin tells over that Yitzchak and Yishmoel had a machloikis. Yishmoel said, you know, I'm better than you. I had a bris middle when I was 13. And when you're 13 and you have a bris, it's not so easy. You were an eight-day-old baby, big deal, right? So you didn't feel anything. You didn't have much of a brain. Huh? And so, it, you know, it, it wasn't even painful for you. But for me, 13 years old, it's not posh. Right? So Yitzchak said, listen, if Hashem would want me to give up my life, I'm ready to give up my life. So Pajit to say, okay, so he says, you know, uh, you know, maybe you're right, but I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll be going to give my life. But the Medrash that, that, that brings the right from Yitzchak is saying something teacher. What was Yitzchak tiny to Yishmuel? Yitzchak was tiny to Yishmuel that I was eight days old. But when the Yiddish kid is eight days old and he has a bris, what's really being expressed is that I would do this at any point in my life. I come from Avraham Avinu, willing to give up his life for you, Ibis Hashem. I come from Yitzhak Avinu that put himself on the Akedah. I'm ready to do this. It doesn't make a difference. I have within my Pneumius the Koyach to do Hazam Mice at any point in my life. And that's what you see. That's what the Medrash is saying that you learn from Yitzhak. The Medrash is saying that they were asking Rabbi Tanchuma, when is a cotton get a bris mila? They weren't asking him what's the halacha, which day. They're saying which svara is he small svara, the right svara? Einachinami, it's more of a mila when you're 13, or is Yitzchok that svara that you could already tell that an eight-day-old baby was saying that he has within himself the koyach of Mesiris Nefesh when he's eight days old, right? Teret says we learned from Yitzchok Avinu that if he had his mila when he's eight days old. That reveals that when he's a godel, he's ready to bring himself on the Mizbeach. That's how you know that every Yelin, every Yiddish akin has those questions within himself. So you have to learn from this. Because the mother earned those. It's a Mizbeach. That's who you are. That's you have to, be better. Be better. You have that Kayach, you're a Yid. 
that's that's a clay you have within yourself. So you have to know from here that you have tremendous leaders. With a yid has leaders and milers that are revealed in the nephesh of a yid its entire life. And um, yeah, now you have to realize if you have it, if you understand this nakuda, that every yid has these leaders within himself. So. Um, There's a, I, I once wanted to learn Pshat in in the in, 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 a Pasuk says that having the Kabbalah's mission purkei the Kabbalah is called order to save upon him Yopis. You should it actually is Shammai's mission in purkei It's very interesting. But Shammai says having the Kabbalah's called order to save upon him Yopis. So I, I once wanted to teach. A poshet chada means you should greet every person with a smile, right? But with the taicha, have you ever called the seder? You should receive every person the seder with the understanding. In the word svara, the seder that his pnimius is very special. In other words, if you greet a person, come to the understanding that it's not only what you see on the outside. The person has an inner beauty, and that's what you have to realize. So the Kabul Kalodan, the Savior, Pondim Yotis, accepted with understanding, the Pneumius is beautiful. There's a Misa that took place in the city of Nir. Those days, Bokhrim didn't have a dormitory, so you have to rent rooms by people. When I first came to Lakewood, I had to rent the bed in somebody's basement. And finally, Somebody uh, got me into the door. Well, in those days, he came to Lake Gordon, he even knew. He found a place. It's like more boys than beds. Those days of more boys than beds. Now they have to have whatever the, they have more dormitory space now. It's so Alcopon. Well, now you have the Ashan. Yeah, I had a, mo- a month when I had to have to rent by somebody. Alcopon. So they used to, that was the way it was. There was no such thing as a dormitory. So there was one place where there was an almona that uh, had a little son, and she was renting rooms. And she became very, she was very forbidden with her matzah, and she let it out on the bathroom. And it got to the point where, I guess, one thing led to the next. And, you know, she was doing a lot of things just to aggravate the bathroom. And it got to the point the bathroom started to leave. So finally, all the bathroom left the house. The one guy stayed. And so, um, you know, she, she sees this book, and he always tried to avoid her. But so one day, she bumps into him, and she says, so why don't you leave like everybody else? What are you doing over here? Are you Shomazel? You're here too? Uh, don't you know? I'm such a terrible person. And so he says to her, I'll tell you the truth. I would leave with you all alone, you and your son. And if something should happen, somebody should be here to help out. When she heard those words that touched her so deeply, she pushed it, bowed down to him. And she, at that moment, she was transformed into the most beautiful person. She started to be nice to him. She got the reputation that she's all of a sudden becoming such a different person. Bochum started to move back. She became the most popular place to rent a room. He couldn't do enough to help with her. It just took one person to bring out their penimius and she understood that someone cares for her, 
and her bitterness was taken away and it was replaced by the sweetest personality. And she became the mama to all these boyfriends. So you have to understand that in, in a certain sense, this is, you have to understand that every kid has it. But the point he's bringing out is you have to understand that you have this within yourself. You have to appreciate who you are. So there's a, a Mesha Chochma in, in Parshish Pekude, actually on the, on the big day Kahuna, it says in the Pesach that our wear the Avonim, Avnezi Koi Lutnei Yisro. To push it, the Aaron is wearing these Avonim and to bring the, the Zichorin of Klai Yisro to the Reboi Nishalayim. Zot the Meshechachma, Avnezi Koi Lutnei Yisro, She Yizkru B'nei Yisroel, She She Moisom Chakukim B'Eifoi Lutnei Hashem, V'Yezvai Yishu Lasses Avera. That's Fakert. The Yidim should see the Kayin Godel wearing this and say, My Avonim are being worn by the Kayin Godel and Israel Pun and Avera? How could I look how Choshev I am? Like they said to Yosef, when Yosef was about to be Nishal with an Avera and he saw the most Yukmashal of it, they said, Your brothers are going to have the names of the Aphoid. Right? What you're going to do in Avera and lose out on that? So that he, he shared to do the Avera. He recognized the godless that he had, and so he shared to do the Avera. So this is the, the, the idea that a person has to understand that when we talk about the, the, the Zeshran and the Kleis or like a Zayas, and the Zayas has the mindless in its panemius, a Yid has to know that you have to realize this. That you have a, the choshe, the the neshama, the yid is so hailing that uh, you have to realize that that's who you are. That's the hashivas, and it's all there. It's all there within the heart. You know, I once once told you the story about this uh, yid, Mendel Dieter. He was moridik uh, talmud chacham, and um, the problem was he was also moridik about gaiva, and uh, he he grew up. And uh, his rov, his father was a rov in a shtetl in Europe, and he was a moiradik alamdin. And when he went to yeshivas, he's like the best boch in the yeshiva, but also the biggest balgaiz in the yeshiva. And his rebbeim would tell him, you know, you got to become a mensch. And he just, you know, he he kept going, and finally, one day his father died, and so he assumed because he's such a brilliant guy, he's going to get the shtetl as the rov. And they obviously felt he's too young and too much of a Balgaiva, so they gave the shtel to somebody else. He was very sabrochen. So he decided, you know, if the Jews don't appreciate me, I'll convert to Christianity and they'll appreciate me. So he became a Galach. He went to the church and became a Galach, Father Mendel, and um, he was very successful. And uh, he was steiging within the church, became very popular, and um, he graduated from being a regular priest to being a minister. I don't know what the whole hierarchy is, but eventually at the Gestigen, he became a cardinal. And he was known as Cardinal Mendel. And, um, and he spoke out against the Yidden occasionally. It was, you know, eventually Hitler came and, um, you know, he started to think maybe uh, taking this too far. And his Rebbe came to him in a dream. His Rebbe was Mishter. His Rebbe came to him in a dream and said, you better do tshuva. So he wasn't sure if this was true or not. 
uh, his Rebbe was still alive, he found out that his Rebbe had recently died. He was coming to him in a dream from Shemayim, and he's warning him, you better to choose him. So, after a while, he got him, and he finally did choose him, and decided one night, he's leaving. Now, the only person he had a shaykhist to was the Skolena Rebbe. Skolena Rebbe, he somehow didn't totally reject him. Everybody else in Claudius showed just wrote him off. And he had a shaykhist to the Skolena Rebbe. So, uh, this, he went to the Skolena Rebbe, and he told him that leave the church, and you can't take anything with you. This is all awesome. So all the money you have in the church, all the icons, the salems, everything, you know, he had valuable stuff, get rid of it. And so one night he just disappeared, and that was it. And uh, eventually, you know, he went there to Israel. He survived, he survived the Holocaust, so he went there to Israel. And, and he was mamish, they were right of him, the Yidden, who knew who he was, and knew what he did, gave him a very hard time. The only person that, that tried to be Mechazik was the Skalena Rebbe. So one day the Skalena Rebbe says to him, I have one cash on you. You're a Galach. You're a minister. Right? You're a cardinal. Right? You're on the road to become the Pope. And you still have the name Mendel. You know, you change your name to Marcus. You know, <laughs> Pope Mendel the first. What is the shot? So he said, I had the same kasha, but he said, deep in my heart, I knew that one day I would want to go back, and I didn't want to let go of the name because my last name is Vider. Vider in Yiddish means again, right? I would be met, it means again, right? Oh, okay. oh. So I would once again be, I'd be Mendel Vider, I would once again be Mendel, the old Mendel. I didn't want to let go of that. So deep in his premiums, he still remained in the intrusive next time. The Chalamaisas, Tifa Rhine, that's who he was. And so um, that's what a person has to know. Now, goes on to say, now a person can time us. Yeah, that's very good for everybody else. Everyone else has the premiums, everyone has got Valdekamilas, you bring it out, they'll be great people. Me, not shy of. I don't have what it takes, I don't have the qualities, I don't have the emotions, the sensitivity, the compassion. Right? So, he goes on to say that, that that's, that's a mistake. You can't say that. Every Yid has that. It's your Yid, you have more ridiculous within you. But uh, I want to, the, I, I've said this word in the past, but I think that's what's Marumas in the Menorah. Menorah was that Kali that would radiate to the world the Kalei mind, the Kodra Teirah, the Kalei Chav that was the menorah. It was the, the light that shined out to the world. So a person can tell you, I can't be a menorah. Right? So even though we have to represent the Caleb of the Mishkan, I say, a menorah, that's not me. Right? You know, if I was uh, charismatic, I could be a menorah. If I was intelligent, I'll be a menorah. If I had zitzvahs to learn, I'd be a menorah. If I was compassionate, sensitive, a zogger, stellar, a plugger, then I'd maybe be a menorah. But me, what's been a... So that the first is Niksha Teosis Amanoir. You can't say if I had his brains, Opasidanamanoir. If I had this place, I'd be a manoir. Like I said, compassion, sensitivity, understanding, charisma, uh, ability to speak. If I had all those qualities, I would be a manoir. But I don't have them. If I have his, says, no. Miksha Teosis Amanoir. You can't 
make the manure by creating a shaft and soldering on arms. It all has to be banged out from the same piece of solid gold. Every yid is a piece of solid gold. And, every, and within you, you have all the qualities to be that familiar. Just bang it out, and you'll see. You throw yourself into the fire, you will become that familiar. You don't need to borrow somebody else's brain, somebody else's kishke, somebody else's havana, charisma, talent, you know, sensitivity, understanding. It's all within you. You just bang it out, and it'll be there. Everybody has what it takes to, to be that kind of a person, right? The biggest rye is Mayor Schuster. He has any of the qualities you would think to be a Menorah, and he brought tens of thousands of people back to the Rebbeinah because he felt this was my Achlaiyas. So it's Mamish, a person has those qualities. Then he goes on to say, sometimes a person will say that, you know, where I live, you know, if I was in a different mokum, a different location, maybe then I would be, uh, I'd be more successful. They, 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 they see them ask the, the Imre Emes by Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu had a dream. Malachim were oiling the yard, they're going up the ladder. This one, he dreamed he was going up the ladder. Why is he Malachim? You should go up the ladder. So he said, what does he have to dream going up the ladder? It says, Hashem was watching him. Hashem was right there. I don't have to go up the ladder. Hashem is here. I don't have to go any place. Right? This is where I am. The place where you are is where you need to be. So this is the word that the Pesach he brings down. The Pesach says, You can take off your shoes because the place where you are is Adbis A person has to know that his matzah in life is his Admas Kodesh. Where Hashem puts you, that's where you are going to create your Kedusha. That's where you're going to steig and grow and become whatever Hashem wants you to become. I was understood. What does Mishal take off your shoes? The word Na'al comes from the word Na'ale, to go up, to climb. People wear shoes to help them walk, to go places. Kodesh Baruch Hu says to, to Moshe, you can take off your shoes, you ain't going no place. You have arrived at your destination. You don't need to go anywhere. Right? The Kodesh and the base of Midrash didn't wear shoes. You don't need shoes, you don't have to go any place. You are where you need to be. This is where you are. So don't, you don't have to go any place. Right? The Mokim where Hashem puts you is your Mokim Kodesh. Right? I once, uh, may have said this only once, the family that I used to stay by in Phoenix, so the wife became, was, had cancer. So I used to call her every Friday and tell her about Tayo. So I called her up one Friday, it was a Thursday afternoon, and she tells me she was just diagnosed with a brain tumor. Okay, so we spoke for a little bit, and I told her this about Tayo. I, I said, Wherever you are is Atmos Kodesh. So I didn't hear for three months later after treatment and treatment and operation. She writes me a letter and she says, I sh- you should know that what kept me alive for the last few months with all the treatments and the all the surgeries is knowing that whatever I am is Agnes Kodesh. That's what kept me alive. It's to know that I can't go in. I'm in a hospital bed. I can't go out and help people. I can't do chesed. I can't. But this is my Agnes Kodesh. That's the, you know, that's the Messiah. I think uh, so. So, person has to know this is 
where you are, that's what the 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 the, 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 the from Kailin says a beautiful machshav. He says it says in the Bible, "Hapas shemulim chechem cholavofa." So it says the liboy should not be a cholok on the mocking. It shouldn't have tainus under the boy nishalayim. That's what the cholavovecha, right? But he teaches you shouldn't be cholok on the mocking. Don't things with Hashem says why do I end up in Baltimore? Why do I end up in who knows where? Why couldn't I end up in you know wherever? And why can I be born in Switzerland or something like that? Right? Don't be cholok on the mocking. Wherever you are, that's your atmos kodesh. That's where you're supposed to be. And so. The question is, how do you bring it out? How do you? So we all know we have a reservoir of greatness within us. The question is, so how do you make it happen? What do you do? The states of you live going to the Torah, you do all those things. But uh, so I just think because it's a to the parsha that talks about big day kahuna. So very said this word about the big day kahuna that when Aaron was about to die, he went up to the Orochon with Moshe and took off the big day kahuna and Allah put them on. So there's those that say that Allah put on each beggar that Aaron took off. So according to that, he was wearing the begonim upside down. Right? Uh, inside, inside out, whatever. So the question is, so so the Asnayim Zekaira says of Lord that after he left the uh, the Ma'ara, the clothing somehow turned around. Well, what's the chat over here? Why did he have to do it that way? Why didn't he just wait and, you know, put on the the, the garden after Aaron took them all off? Right? So I think maybe the chat is that clothing always represents a person's midas. Right? Like it says, Hashem molo geus lovish. So clothing is a person's midas. So a person would say, I want to dress up like the coin Gadol, right? Yeah, but Anacle's going to be a coin goddle this Purim, right? They already have to go this Sunday to get Purim costumes, right? So I uh, once made my daughter a coin goddle costume. Because she, it was a perfect costume. I don't know if the only thing was that she was a girl. But, <laughs> but uh, she wanted to be the coin goddle. Right? And my son was Queen Esther. Well, this is a different story. I'll go on him. The, the, the bottom line is... <laughs> what? Correct, right. So, anyway... So, so you want to dress up like you see? You, see, you want to dress up like the clean bottle? You can't just dress up like the clean bottle. You know who Aaron was? He was When you have that, you can be the clean bottle. Answer is no. Put on the outermost garment. The, the outermost garment is you just act like you love people, act like you care for people, say good morning to everybody, ask people how they are. Maybe you don't care, but but act that way. Act like you care. Act like you're emotional about people. Act like you love people. What's going to happen? You know, next thing you put on the next baggage, an inner, a more inner baggage, and then another inner baggage. And slowly but surely, you will become transformed and become that type of person that a shepherd will make a nace and will give you see out in the shmaya, the clothing will turn around and you will become an Aaron So the chitzonius is more the panemius. So sometimes you just have to do it. Just be that kind of a person, and your chitzonius will bring out the panemius, and that will transform you into another person. You won't have to, you know, borrow from anybody else. It's all within you. But sometimes your chitzonius has to bring out the panemius. I told you the mikvah story about the. Uh, I remember the story. Right? Like I said, the must the must thing wagging the tail on the driveway. 
Yeah. There was, it was a step, a step in Europe that the Goyim forbade them to have a mixer. Or they, they, they closed down the mixer. They said it wasn't sanitary or whatever. So they had to build a new mixer, and they had no money. So uh, they went to one of the Rebbes for help, and he said, there's got to be a gvir in the city. They said, yeah, there's one gvir in the city that he doesn't give to it. So he says, I'll come for Shabbos one of these weeks. We'll see what we can do. So he comes for Shabbos, and uh, they announced Salih Bolaeir, and Moitza uh, Shabbos had even come and meet with him. So everybody comes to now. Kloinimus the Gvir comes, and uh, obviously he doesn't bring his checkbook with him. And uh, the Rebbe says, A Kloinimus, man, out the front, what can I do for you? Because Rebbe, how much is going to cost me? He says, what are you talking about? I don't do this for money. I love you. You're a yid. What can I do for you? He says, actually, um, there's something I need. He says, whatever it is, I'm here to help you. He says, really? Anything? Anything, Kloinimus, anything. So he says, I need a bracha. Of course, I could be a bracha. I need a bracha that my wife, she dropped dead. So the Rebbe says, well, I don't get clothes, I get bracha. Rebbe, you promise me anything. He says, listen, all I can tell you is, listen to me carefully. If you make a pledge and you break it, it can have very bad effects on your loved ones. So he calls up the mikvah committee right away and he says, uh, how much money do you need to build that mikvah? He said, we need a quarter of a million dollars. He says, okay, I, Kleinimus, I'm going to pledge you a quarter of a million dollars. They can't believe it. They're Kleinimus, Mamish transformation. They're excited. They're drinking l'chaim. You know, a few days later, they call up Kleinimus, you know, the mikvah. would like to start getting to work. Can we have a down payment of 25000 He says, I'm not giving you a penny. He says, what do you mean you pledged to a quarter of a million? I know. You know what can happen if you break a pledge? Yes, I know. <laughs> so, um, okay, the next morning he goes to his wife and he checks if she's breathing. She's still breathing. Figures it takes a few days. He waits a few days, comes back with a tissue, puts it under her nose. Tissue was moving. So he waits a few weeks and nothing happens. Goes back to the Rebbe. His Rebbe, you know, I broke the pledge didn't push you over the edge, what's going to do? So um, the Rebbe says, I don't know, this is very strange, I've never, never had this before, usually this works. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he says, so the Rebbe says, ah, I got it, I understand. The problem is that the Rebbeinshin wants to punish you. He wants you, you know, you broke a pledge, you observed Gehenna. So you're in Gehenna, with a wife like that, you're in Gehenna, so why should he take her away? Why should he? So, he says, you know what you got to do? You got to make it work. You got to make the marriage better. And then, when marriage is better, then Hashem can, can take her away. He says, how am I supposed to do that, Rebbe? We haven't talked in 15 years. He says, you know, just do it, then you'll see. Right? You just fake it until you make it. Right? You know, you'll, you'll, you'll do it. So, like we said, you know, he, he goes home. The next morning, he wakes her up. And uh, he tells, look outside in the driveway. And she looks outside, and there's a brand new Mustang wagging its tail, right? And so she's all excited. And so the next day he wakes her up again. She comes out to the living room. There's a mink stole waiting for her. And she gets into the act. She buys him a new shas. 
he buys her the next day earrings, she buys him a new shirt, next day he buys her a new bracelet, and she buys him, you know, a new suit, and it's going back and forth, back and forth, and they go out to eat together, and the mom is just like a faldic, and they're getting along, and everyone is wonderful, and a few weeks later, he comes running to the rabbi, 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 my wife, she's there, he said, please help me, help me, she's got, he says, oh, Baruch Hashem, is that what you wanted? No, 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 rabbi, it became such a great marriage, I can't live without a rabbi, what can I do? He says, pay the pledge, everything will be fine. <laughs> so he pays the pledge, and the mikveh is built, and everybody lives happily ever after, and uh, the pshat is that, um, <laughs> and that's the message. So it, that's the insight that you have to know. That, uh, but uh, you know, the, the last thing is that some people they feel you know maybe in the previous doyers people like this, but in this doyer, my panemius is so choshed, you know. And then in, it, the, the previous doyers, how can I compare myself to the previous doyers? That's also a mistake. That you know, it's fakert. You have to think, I'm wearing the same pair of film that Moshe Rabbeinu wore, probably even a better pair of film than Moshe Rabbeinu wore, right? And the estrogen lulub I have is probably better. The matzah we have is better. And I'm doing the same things that the that the Tanoim did, I'm doing this every day, I'm learning the same Gemara. The fact that I have a to do the same thing that they did, Adarab, if I care. And, and if I live in a dair, like a dair in America with all the Nesioinas, if I care. And like Rabbi Shimshin Pinker said, that they're going to meet Rabbi Kivager in Oilama Emes. He's going to look at you with a microscope because compared to him, we're like a little microbe. And he's going to say, Rabbi Yid, what is Pshad and Toysvis? What are you going to tell Rabbi Kivager? You're going to tell him Pshad and Toysvis, like you things up with him? Yeah, he says, I would say to Rabbi Kivager, Rabbi Kivager, did you ever have an assignment by the checkout counter to look at a magazine? You don't know what we're dealing with here in America. We're dealing with Nesioinus you never dreamed of, right? So Nesioinus you have in one day, they didn't have in a lifetime, right? So we, we have our challenges, we have our peck over, we're, we're still shtaka yidin. So you have to know that that's the, the Yisoyinus for him is that, you know, we have a, a lot of greatness within ourselves and we have to bring it out. And that's what the, the Medr is saying, the Yisrael, the Yisrael, we, we, we have that behemius, it's all within us, we just have to bring it out, and that shares a chen, realize there's nothing as great as being in you. Shvizaychet, it goes, uh, at Tochas, and great people. Yeah. All right.